Blog Talk Radio. The Franciscan Friars of the Atonement present the Ave Maria Hour. Hello, this is Father Bob Warren of the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. Thank you for listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour radio show. The Friars' popular Ave Maria Hour was first brought to the radio airwaves in 1939, recorded in New York City and on the mountainside grounds at Grimoire, a home in Garrison, New York. These timeless classic stories of the Bible and the lives of the saints came to life each week through dramatic reenactment by professional actors and actresses. You know, friends, Christ once said, Do not hide your treasure under a bushel. In saying this, he meant share your gifts, share your talents. The Friars of the Atonement feel the message in these broadcasts remains as powerful and timely as when they were originally aired, and we are so happy to be able to share them with you today. To learn more about the missions and ministries of the Friars of the Atonement, I invite you to visit our website, www.atonementfriars.org. In the meantime, sit back and enjoy this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour. Saint Gomer. This is the story of Saint Gomer of Lierre in Belgium. Gomer was born Lord of Lierre in those dark days when the Frankish kingdom was the last stronghold of Christian civilization outside of Italy. I am Landolf, abbot of a small monastery in the forests near Lierre. Gomer came to us to be taught when he was a child, but when his father died in battle, he took up the sword and joined the armies of our new mayor of the palace, Happen the short. One night, these two, Pepin and Gomer, asked for shelter at our monastery on their way back from the Saxon frontier. I'm sorry we had so little to offer you for dinner, Your Excellency. Oh, <laughs> I don't expect court entertainment at a monastery, Abbot Landolf. <laughs> at least here I can sleep at ease, which is more than I could do at any castle hereabouts. Save Lier. We could have reached Lier, but... But I wanted to stop here. Abbot Landolf, you have some influence with my young friend here. I want you to talk sense to him. Oh, sire, that's not fair. Now, quiet. You're a soldier. None better in Franklin. But you haven't any sense. Now, listen to your elders and learn. <laughs> As you will, sir. Abbot Landolf, Franklin is surrounded by barbarians. Saxons here in the north, the Lombards between us and Italy, the Saracen in Spain, and the Norse pirates along the coast. True? Very true. God help us. Our king by blood is the last of his race, and he's a monk. An excellent thing to be, of course, but... Uh... But hard to reconcile with the throne, I agree. So, 
Since I have the power, it's up to me to protect the kingdom. And you have done so, Your Excellency, with the help of Gomer and a few like him? Yes, I know it, and I'm grateful. Haven't I given him lands to match any noble in the kingdom? But all our nobility aren't Gomer. No, no. Fools. They envy me. And when I take my armies to the borders, they start little local wars among themselves and ruin the harvest. Yes, I know. And our people suffer as much from them as from any invader. Obviously, I must have peace at home if I'm to battle all our enemies. Now, for example, I can't be always looking over my shoulder to see what Guntram of Ghent is up to here in the north. Guntram is a problem, yes. So there is only one sensible solution. Gomer must marry Guntram's daughter. You trust Gomer, don't you? Yes, I trust Gomer. I've heard that the Lady Grimaire is very beautiful. It's always dangerous to play with human emotions, Your Excellency. Power is always a gamble. But I'm willing to gamble on Gomer. But the young fool has some silly scruples about it, and you'll have to convince him. Now, that's why we're here. You know the Lady Grimaire, Gomer? Yes. Do you, uh, do you like her? <laughs> He's been staring at her like a sick calf every minute we've been at court for the last two years. <laughs> You'd think it would make him eager to do as I wish. Well, Gomer. Abbott Landolf, I can't explain it. I mean, she's so lovely, but perhaps she doesn't like me. Ah, there's a lot to be said for the Saxons at that. They just grab the girl they want and cuff her till she gives in. Pepin. Now, Gomer... Don't you realize that this is important? It means peace at home during the next campaign. And you've seen the barbarians. You know what will happen if they break through. Nonetheless, Excellency, marriage is a sacrament. And Gomer is right to think very carefully about it. If, well, if she loved me... All you can do is ask her, Gomer. I think you'd do that even if His Excellency hadn't brought the subject up. Yes. Yes, I would. But, sire... Promise me you won't do anything to make her accept me if she doesn't want to. Now, that is just your excellency. Oh, I promise. <laughs> I doubt if I could influence Guntram anyway. He'll want the marriage for his own sake. <laughs> so, that's settled. God prosper you, Gomer. May you be happy in your love. She's so beautiful, Abbot Landolf. I couldn't ask for any greater happiness than to make her my wife. Pepin was a good prophet. The wedding day was set, and Pepin and all the court, even the shadow king, Childebert, with his monk's robe under the royal ermine, went to Ghent for the celebration. But what none of us could know was what passed between the Lady Grimaire and her father Guntram just before they set out for the church. Am I lovely, Father? Look at my jewels, my bracelets. Look, did you ever see such embroidery? Yes, yes, Eurovision. Look here, Grimaire, this is costing me a fortune. Do you realize what you're doing? Why, of course, Father. I'm about to marry the handsomest fool in Franklin, and the richest. And Pepin's favorite. Don't forget that. I won't. 
It means he'll be away at the wars most of the time, and I'll have charge of Lierre. Think of it, Father. Why, properly managed, Lierre will be worth twice your estate. You silly girl, it wasn't for that that I consented to this marriage. I want Gomer on our side against Pepin, and that's your concern. Stop worrying, Father. He'd give me the moon if I asked for it. Why, all I have to do is smile at him, and he turns crimson and stutters. I'll handle Gomer for you, Father. I believe you can do it, Grimaire. You are quite beautiful. And clever. You taught me, Father. Now stop fretting. One of these days you'll be helping me to get ready for my coronation as Queen of the Franks. You'll see. And you can help me rule. I intend to. You're still my daughter, Grimaire. Do you suppose I can forget who I am just because I'm marrying this stupid Gomere? A great hulking clod of a fighter with no brains. But if he can help me to the throne, well, come, Father. We mustn't keep him waiting. No, we poor monks in the forest did not know about that intrigue. But we soon guessed. After Gomere was called away to the wars in the south, and my lady Grimaire took over his estates, our little monastery was filled with homeless, helpless people seeking refuge from her harshness. And since she had cut off the gifts of grain and meat we had always been able to count on, we could hardly care for them all properly. We waited as best we could for Gomere to return. A day or two after he had arrived, I went to the castle. God be thanked to see you home safe, Gomer. Oh, it's good to be home, Abbot Landolf. I meant to come visit you tomorrow. Gomer, I'm not sure I ought to have come here, but I had to. Why? Is something wrong? I fear so. You see, you have been away, my son. Perhaps in your absence, some things have, well, have been forgotten. Such as your donations, Abbot Landon. Oh, Grimaire, my dear. I thought you were resting. I heard we had a guest, my husband. Do you mind if I join you? Oh, of course not. You must know Abbot Landoff as well as I do by now. Lierre couldn't do without him. You're welcome, Reverend Sire. Thank you, my lady. Well, you're formal, you two. Why, well, Abbot Landoff, you must have been in and out just as you were when my father was alive. N- not quite, Gomel. Abbot Landoff was... Kind enough to give me advice, Gomer, several times. Well, Abbot Landolf knows all there is to know about farming and about farmers, too. Oh, how is the harvest year, Abbot? Will it be good? Better than ever, Gomer. Ah, splendid. But uh, there will be fewer harvesters. Oh? Why? Well, My husband, see... there were so many useless creatures on your lands, and you never had time to look into it. I know you've been so busy with the wars, but... Well, truly, it was scandalous. The people who've been imposing on your goodness. You're too good, my husband. They took advantage of you. She means the old and the sick and the helpless, Gomer. Even those who have lost an arm or leg following you in battle. I don't understand. Grimaire, my dear, anyone who lives on our lands is our responsibility. God gave us wealth and lands, so we must take care of those who serve us. But then let them serve us. If they can't... If they just want to live on your bounty and and do nothing, well, then, as your wife, it's my duty to protect your interests. Both of you owe a duty to God to be kind to those who labor for you. 
Gomer has always respected that duty. My husband, do you imagine for a moment that I'd do anything that wasn't good for you? Well, why should I? I'm your wife. Well, I... Look, Grimaire, I I'm sure you mean well. But my father laid down very strict regulations. He was a wise and good man. The bailiffs all know them. Why not let them act on those rules? Gomer, times have changed. I've increased your revenues five times while you were gone. And what thanks do I get? You don't appreciate all I've done. Grimaire, with my sword, I've increased my father's land tenfold. Thanks to Pepin's generosity. Now we can afford to be generous to our people. You're cruel. I've done my best for you. And you'll listen to the silly monk instead of me. Your own wife. Grimaire! Grimaire! I'm sorry, my son. What could I do but pray? Things were better while Gomere was at home. But when he went to the wars again, Grimaire took vengeance on everyone. She could not hurt our monastery, for we held our land from the king. But the people of Lierre suffered. And then we heard that Pepin had come to realize that to hold the kingdom against his enemies, he must himself be king. He asked the Pope to give Childebert permission to yield the crown to Pepin. We knew that every noble in the kingdom, and especially Guntram, would be up in arms at this news. When Guntram came to visit his daughter, just as Gomer was expected home, we knew why. Welcome home, Gomer. It's an honor to have such a son-in-law. The greatest warrior in the kingdom. Well, thanks, but uh, Pepin is that, Guntram. Nonsense. You're the sword that has made him strong. Well, fortunately, I know better. Grimaire, as I rode through our land, I saw empty cottages. People die off, you know. But I remember each of those houses. There were sons and daughters. What's become of them? Oh, they went away, I suppose. But Why? Well, how should I know? Peasants, they come and go. No, they don't. They belong to our land, those people. Now, I want to know what happened to them. Why, what a thing to bother about when there's a kingdom at stake. Come, surely you've thought about the new situation now that we have no king. But we have a king. Pepin will be crowned when Pope Stephen comes to Franklin next winter. Next winter. His Holiness will crown Pepin. Or whatever king is waiting to receive him. Who else? Pepin is king in all but name. Why shouldn't he be crowned? You've done your share, my boy, to protect us. More than your share. You've been Pepin's right arm. And now you can claim your reward. My husband, you could be king. You should be king. Have you both gone mad? You could protect Frankland as well as Pepin. Better in fact... And you'd have the support of all the nobles, all our friends. I can assure you of that. I've talked with them. And I will be queen. Your queen, Gomer. You, you've gone ahead with this without a word to me? You were away, my boy. So we just anticipated things so as to make it easy for you. Yes. You've made it easy for me to betray my general. How far have you gone? All you have to do is raise your standard and march against Pepin. 
The nobles here in the north will rise behind you. Those in the south are always ready to revolt anyway. And we can be sure of the help of the king of the Lombards because he hates this alliance between Pepin and the Pope. You'll be king in a month. Yes, I see. What is there to lose, my boy? What is there to lose? Christendom, you fool. I've been to the wars. I know our enemies. You stayed at home plotting. I fought beside Pepin to keep you safe and comfortable. And this is what you've done with your safety? Now, my boy, don't be hasty. Wait, Father. Gomer, don't you see? This is your chance to be king. I see it's my chance to betray everything for which I fought since I was old enough to hold a sword. Oh, what about me? I married you because I believed you were man enough to be king someday. Was I wrong? Grimaire, I married you because I loved you. I gave you everything I had. Isn't that enough? No. Grimaire. Not when you can give me a crown with just a word. You owe it to my daughter, Gomer. Listen to me, both of you. I will not betray Pepin. I know what it would mean for us all. My own people here in Franklin and all the peoples within our borders. You don't know. You can't know what you're asking. That's your answer. Grimaire, can't you trust me? Can't you try to understand? I understand that I married a fool. A fool and a coward, Grimaire. Yes, a coward, too. Get out. Get out of my sight before I remember I wear a sword. Come, daughter. We'll leave him. Yes. Go. Get out and leave me alone. One of our monks found Gomer the next evening. He was exhausted and half delirious. Evidently, he had been wandering all night and day. I tried to soothe him. My son. Try to sleep, my son. I should have killed her. Killed them both. She tricked me. She never cared for me. It is hard to forgive, Gomer, but she cheated herself, too. And that will be her own punishment. So beautiful. A lovely golden lie. All those years. I know it's better to be betrayed, my son. But be grateful that God stayed your hand from murder. Thank God I can go back to the wars. No, there is peace now, Gomer. And for that, God be thanked. If you went into battle now, you'd be seeking death. Why not? Because you still have a duty to your people and to God, Gomer. Your people have suffered because of your blindness. I don't understand, Abbot Landolf. It isn't fair... I obeyed my king. I trusted my wife. I, I tried to do what was right. What's the use? What's the use of living? Only God can give you peace and understanding, Gomer. You've had happiness as the world knows it, and it turned bitter. So now look elsewhere. Where? Into your own soul, Gomer. God will help you. Ask him. I don't know how. Stay here with us for a little while, my son. Serve your people as a servant. Not as a lord. I failed them as a master, didn't I? What a fool I've been. I've been selfish and stupid. I had everything. But I never asked myself if I deserved so much. A broken heart can be a gateway to grace, my son. 
Give God a chance to heal you. It was hard for Gomer, captain and noble, to learn humility. And yet he did. He worked in the fields, he cared for the sick. He even begged from travelers on the road. And no one recognized the dusty figure as the Lord of Lear. Of his internal struggle with bitterness and regret, he said nothing. But the marks of it showed on his gaunt, tired face. Months passed, and then one day I hurried to find Gomer where he was cutting firewood. Gomer, there is terrible news. Oh, what? Lear, the peasants, they mean to burn it tonight. Why? She has gone too far, Gomer. She refused water to the reapers, and two of the men died in the sun. Now they mean to kill her. God forgive me, I left my people at her mercy. While I looked for my own peace of soul. Gomer, do you hate her still? No, no, I don't hate her. But she must be stopped. No, it's your people who must be stopped before they commit this sin, Gomer. You're still Lord of Lier. You must save your people from themselves. God help me and show me how to save her. We traveled as quickly as we could. Yet when we neared the castle, we could hear shouts and screams and see the flare of torches at the main gate, which had been broken in. Look, Gomer. She's brave, at least. Look, she's facing them on the terrace. Run this way, Evan. We can reach the terrace quickly through here. No, here. Wait here, Abhandoff. You'll be safe here. God protect you, my son. Pray for me, Evan. Men of Lier! Men of Lier! Don't you know me? Listen to me. God forgive me. I left you at the mercy of a cruel and bitter woman. I ask you to forgive me. Kill her then. Prove what you say. Yes, kill her and we'll believe you. Kill me, Gomer. Kill me and satisfy them. I'm tired of life. I hate it. Here, here's a dagger. I meant to kill myself before they could reach me. I, I almost believe you, Gomer. Strike, Gomer, strike. I'll be grateful. Perhaps it will... It will make up for what I did to your life. God have mercy on us both, Grimaire. His stand behind me. Our lives are in God's hands. Come on, then. Let's finish the duel. Stop! Stop! It is not for you or for me to be judge and executioner. Blood will not bring back the dead. It is for God to punish. What good is monks talk? Kill the woman or we will. God's ways are not our ways. His power is everywhere. Look. This dagger can draw blood. Yet if God wills it, this same blade can strike water from this very stone. Look. Water from the stone. Oh, oh, God, forgive me. Have mercy on me. 
My people, God has given us a sign through me, his most unworthy instrument. He has shown his power and his infinite mercy. I tell you, never again will this land of Lier serve any human ambition. You all know Abbot Landolf. From this moment, Lier is in his keeping to care for and to use in God's service. Go home, and God be kind to you. And pray for me, my friends. My God, my God, what have I done? What have I done? You'd forgotten God, Grimmere. It's easy in this world. I saw your beauty. You wanted my wealth. Both of us forgot that God must come first. I was wrong to blame you. We were both at fault. Can you forgive me, Gomer? Of course, Grimere. May God help you to find peace. And you? I owe my life to God, Grimere. So I shall spend it in his service and try to be worthy of his goodness to me. And so, having lost everything and found God, Gomer set himself to serve the humblest of his fellows. And with such gentleness, such courage, and such cheerfulness, that long before God called him home, he had earned the love of those whom he had once ruled. He had endured the bitterest cross our hearts can bear, betrayal by the one he loved, and had won through to the peace of soul which only Christ can give. For Christ our Lord also knows that bitterness of betrayal by those he loves, you, and me, and only his love can heal it. I want to thank you for listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour, brought to you by the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. For over 110 years, the Friars have devoted themselves to fulfilling St. Francis' prayer, to heal wounds, to unite what has fallen apart, and to bring home those who have lost their way. We work for Christian unity and interreligious understanding. We provide respite at our retreat center at Greymoor for those in need of spiritual renewal. We staff parishes throughout the world, serve as chaplains for colleges, hospitals, and prisons. We care for the ill through hospice work, ministry to those with HIV-AIDS. We also shelter the homeless and provide treatment and services for those suffering from alcoholism and drug addiction. If you would like to be included in our prayer list, participate in special St. Anthony Novenas, and or visit St. Anthony Shrine Graymore, attend a retreat, learn more about our Ave Maria Hour productions, or simply make a donation to assist us 
in fulfilling St. Francis' prayer to help those in need, please visit our website at atonementfriars.org or email me at avemaria at atonementfriars.org. You can write to me, Father Bob, Friars of the Atonement, Graymore, Post Office Box 300, Garrison, New York, 10524. And so, in closing, I ask for the blessing of God upon you and those you love. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may he look upon you with kindness and give you his peace. Amen.